Hello, folks. Welcome to another podcast edition of Wrong, a Fucked Up Game Show. I'm your host, Jay Light, and in this episode, we took a little trip down to San Diego to turn America's finest city into America's wrongest city. Recorded live at the Mic Drop Comedy Club on September 2nd, 2023, this show's contestants were Natasha Collier, Gordon Downs, and Mike Hall. Before we get into it, Thank you to the other members of the wrong team, Tyler Mesnerich, Yorgo Archidas, Melanie Meisner, and Daisy Green Stenhouse. Thank you to our Patreon subscribers, Don Fardo, Joe Ammer, Richard, Abigail Shane, Hunter Patterson, Marcelina, and Molly Green. If you'd like to get full access to the video episodes and get a shout out here, you can subscribe on Patreon for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash wronggameshow. Please follow us on all the socials at wronggameshow, And, of course, the best way to experience the show is live. Our next show is in Los Angeles at the Comedy Store, 8 p.m. on October 4th. Get tickets at beacons.ai slash wronggameshow. Without further ado, let's get wrong. Chingo Bling. All right! Yes. I don't have any crossover with the audience. Who knew? Uh, we also have my man in the back, Tyler Mesnerich. Tyler's over in the back. He is keeping score. Yeah, you can clap for Tyler. Until, listen, honestly, Tyler's on our good side until Tyler fucks up, in which case we all boo Tyler. Can we practice that right now? Everybody boo Tyler. 
fucks up sometimes. Yeah, good luck getting out of here. <laughs> Tyler, I drove you here. Why don't you good luck getting out of here? All right, that's true, that's true. Uh, Tyler's going to be keeping score the whole time. And the way this works is the comics, they're going to be getting points based on how funny they are and how fucked up they are. And that's really all you need to know. As a matter of fact, let's go ahead and find out what we think is fucked up, or rather what they think is fucked up. With our first round, let's get fucked up. Well, this is where Tyler was late on the queue. We can prove Tyler. I hit it twice. I hit it twice. I hit that space water. Let's, you know what? Tyler's going to start with negative 100 points tonight. How's that sound, Tyler? Um, and you know what? What's your, what's your name over here, man? Theo. Theo? Let's give Theo. Theo's going to take the 100 points that you started out losing. Woo! It's a strong move. Um, we have asked these comedians, you know, this is a fucked up game show. We, over the course of the show, we're going to find out stuff that we thought was fucked up about them. But we want to know what they think is fucked up. So we have asked each of them to do a few jokes of their darkest, most fucked up material. It might be dirty jokes. It might be edgy jokes. It might be a combination of both. But it will certainly be fucked up. And let's go ahead and get things started with your first comic. Make it loud for Natasha Collier, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I just got to add away at the beginning. I am half Asian and half white, uh, which is weird because I look full Mexican. Uh, sometimes people ask me, they're like, oh, which one of your parents is white and which one is Asian? And to that I say, we live in a big enough Navy town that we know the answer to that question, don't we? I got a white dad, okay? I got a white dad. You know why I got a white dad? Because my mom is smart, okay? She came here from Vietnam. She took one look at that boat and was like, I got a better idea. I'm gonna get seasick. I uh, like to travel a lot. I uh, recently went to Amsterdam. Uh, if you haven't been to Amsterdam, they have the uh, Anne Frank Museum there. And uh, when you go to the Anne Frank Museum, there's a small sign outside. You see it says Anne Frank House. Uh, which uh, we learned later is how they found her. They uh, <laughs> forgot to take down the sign. It's a rookie mistake. Uh, I'm single. Uh, I'm at the point of being single where people are trying to give me advice that I don't ask for. They're like, maybe you should start playing hard to get, uh, which is difficult when you're very easy to get. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes people tell me, they're like, Natasha, no one's going to buy the cow if you keep giving away the milk for free. That's what people say to my face. And, and, and I'm just like, then you tell me then what I'm supposed to do with all this milk, okay? I mean, it's piling up in the barn, and it's going to go bad. Uh, <laughs> little milk joke for you. <laughs> I'm trying to meet someone, but it's hard to meet someone nowadays when it's all out. You know, like my grandma met my grandpa the old-fashioned way by being his secretary, and uh, <laughs> and you can't do that anymore. Mostly because they they stopped calling the job secretary. Did you guys know that? That's how many guys fucked their secretaries. They changed the name of the job, and it's like now they're called administrative assistants, which is just. Oh, it's administrative. It's like, where's the sex, you know? Like, where's the, like I don't want to be an administrative assistant who just files paperwork. I want to be a, a secretary who, who ruins a family, you know? Like, that's the power of a... I just want a septic and tight, you understand? That's a secretary. An administrative assistant's got to learn shit. They got 
to be proficient in Excel. A secretary, that's its own category on Pornhub, okay? That's how you know it's a real job. Uh, I have been thinking about trying girls, though. I think uh, I think it might be the next phase in my journey. And uh, I'm, I'm 25 years old. I've never tried pussy before because, yuck, you know? But... <laughs> So I was like, maybe now's the time to give it a shot, you know? Your taste buds change every seven years. That's uh, something I saw on TikTok. Uh, I kind of want to see what all the hype is about, quite frankly. I mean, I see the way this makes you straight men behave, and I want, I want a piece of that, okay? I've never been this happy in my life. Men, men write songs about those men. Men kill, murder, in the name of pussy. And they're, they're buying pussy. You don't... That's insane, okay? Like, you don't see that the other way around, like women paying for male prostitutes. Because men are free, okay? Men are, they're, they're complimentary. Unlimited. They're like powdered donuts at the Holiday Inn. You can just have some, you know? But not pussy. Pussy's got value, and that's what I like about it, okay? Uh, like, lesbians, lesbians, you guys hype up pussy so much in all your slam poetry, okay? Like, they're comparing it to a flower every other line, which is nice, but, like, I don't know, man. Like, if I'd walk by a bunch of flowers on the street that all looked like my vagina, I'd be like, someone's gotta water those flowers. They're, they're dead. Uh, <laughs> there are new ways to do laundry now. Like, my mom gave me this thin mesh bag, and she said, this is for you to wash your delicates. That's what she said when she handed it to me. And um, delicates is just a fancy word that people use for underwear, which to me feels like a pretty insulting word for underwear when you consider the, the horrors that they witness on a daily basis, okay? Like, delicates, these are soldiers of war on the front lines, in the trenches, okay? They have seen things that would make the rest of my closet shiver. You understand? I, I am a Chipotle Rewards member. Show some goddamn respect. All right, that's it for me. Thank you so much. Delicates are like the war criminals of your wardrobe. Yeah. They're, they're the ones who found Anne Frank. Yeah? yeah. Call back. All right. Nobody cared about the Anne Frank shit. They just want to hear about dirty stuff. That is fine by me. Yeah, Jay. She talked about pussy for like three minutes. You talked about her laundry joke? What are you talking about? You know what? You should. I think you should take away 100 points from me and give them to Theo also. I think that's I fair. That's only fair. Well, let's go ahead and keep this nice comedy train rolling with your next comic. Make it loud for Mike Hall, everybody! Mike Hall! Hey, so I moved to San Diego like seven months ago. Yeah, I was working at Costco as the sample guy at Costco, but I got the job at Costco in Santee, and nobody fucking told me about Santee. <laughs> I was just there giving out samples to motherfuckers who don't look like me. I saw one other black guy at Costco, one other black dude, and this is what he did when he saw me. He walked and did this. <laughs> walked over, talked to me, the ladies and gentlemen, he robbed me. San Diego is much more dangerous than I thought. 
Yeah, man, I like San Diego a lot. I think it's cool. I come from a very strict family, very crazy family. I was raised in uh, South Central Los Angeles, and uh, I fist fought my grandmother in junior high school. I fist fought her, yeah. My brothers were getting into a fight. She cut up my video game course to teach us all a lesson. I looked at my grandmother, a very big, heavy set black woman, right in her eyes, and I said, I think you owe me an apology. <laughs> my grandmother looked me back in my eyes and said, well, if you think I owe you an apology, then maybe you want to go to the front lawn and catch these hands, bitch. <laughs> so I thought about it, I did the math, I was like, fuck it, she's 64, I'm 12. I'm about to whoop her ass. Like I, we went out to the front lawn, we squared up. She swung once, I ducked, she swung another time, I ducked, I didn't expect the third time, but she's so old, her titty swung and punched me right in the face. And it was like the first time I ever felt a titty too, so my dick was like, this is it. And I was like, nigga, no, no. Strict family, man, very crazy family. My mom is diagnosed as a bipolar schizophrenic. Yeah, it's pretty wild having a mom that's a bipolar schizophrenic. She hears five other voices, and none of these motherfuckers could tell me where my daddy was. It was wild. I didn't know what to do. She would always tell me what I couldn't do, what I could not pull off. I remember the day I lost my virginity. I was 18, I was in a bed with this girl. My mom was down the hallway and she heard everything. And this is what my mom said very loudly so we could hear. Y'all two niggas don't know how to fuck. <laughs> Had to deal with that, that's okay. Yeah, man, I got into a, uh, got jumped into a gang in high school to impress a girl. I got jumped into a gang in high school to impress a girl. And after I got jumped in, my friend looked at me and he was like, uh, you know that girl you liked? I said, yeah. I said, well, she's dating somebody else. I said, fuck. So I went to the gang leader to express why I got jumped to the gang, which is kind of like going to a very hood guy in the HR department. <laughs> and he was like, yo, if you want to leave the gang, we got to jump you out of the gang. I was like, nigga, for a criminal, you really following procedure right now. <laughs> so they jumped me out of the gang. Then I find out the girl was dating a guy in another gang, so then I got jumped into that gang. Yeah. You're now looking at an official member of the KKK. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta commit. Yeah, when I was younger, <laughs> when I was younger, I was a huge germaphobe. Man, that joke takes a while to get to. But let me tell you, the payoff was great. No. When I was younger, I was a huge germaphobe. I was a really big germaphobe. In elementary, I would take rubbing alcohol and peroxide with me to the bathroom. Every time I had to take a shit, I would do that every time. Wiped out toilet seats. And then one time I left the rubbing alcohol and peroxide in the bathroom. A janitor saw it and said, hey, if you clean three more toilet seats, you can actually join our union. <laughs> so then I got jumped into the janitor's union. <laughs> and then sometimes you gotta commit, you know what I'm saying? That jump takes a while to get when you get to the payoff. <laughs> yeah, man. I really like San Diego a lot. Everyone's been real cool, like real welcoming. I uh, work at Sprouts now. I work at Sprouts in Mary Mason. Yeah, my manager was trying to, uh, he was trying to like be real warm with me. He was like, yeah, you know, my name is Mandibu. I'm half Japanese, half Filipino. My friends call me rich Asian, poor Asian. <laughs> I was like, dog, that's awesome. I'm poor black. I got shit to work with, motherfucker. Yeah, man, he was real cool. And now, uh, I gotta tell you, I really like the weed here in San Diego. I really like the weed. I, uh, I took an edible the other day and I watched The Predator for six fucking hours. I don't know if you've ever seen The Predator, but it's an hour and a half long movie. I started making real weird connections too. Like I was looking at it going like this, yo man, who the fuck does The Predator's dreadlocks? Is there like a female predator back home? She's just like, get shots, you know? All right, you guys, my name is Mike, that was my time.
holy shit, yeah. Let's just keep that nice energy going for the fucked up stylings of our final comic. It's Gordon Downs, everybody! Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah. <laughs> How many people took an Uber here? Make some noise, Uber passengers. Awesome, five people. Everyone else is fucking drinking and driving, yeah! It's a wet, reckless crowd here in Claremont tonight. I don't blame you, right? It's convenient as Uber is. It's an extremely shady way to travel, right? First time I took an Uber, within 90 seconds, my driver turned to me and said he used to work in a strip club and that he used to sell ecstasy. Just a word of the wise, if a stranger ever tells you that he used to sell ecstasy, guess what? He still sells ecstasy. Get some of that shit. Take it home. I don't know if you know this, but if you translate Uber from German to English, it means uh, ex-convict. But sure, you don't believe me, you can go home and bing that. That's the biggest laugh that bing reference. <laughs> oh, it's good to be here tonight. I wasn't sure I was going to make it. I'm a little hungover. I was out late last night drinking uh, Red Bull and vodka. How many people here like drinking Red Bull and vodka? Make some noise. Just one dude, I like that. <laughs> Sir, I don't know if you know this, but Red Bull and vodka is the international drink of whores. <laughs> You're saying three things about yourself when you order Red Bull and vodka out in public. You're saying, I want to get really drunk, stay out all night, probably fuck a stranger. <laughs> a little mystery in life, that's what makes it worth living. I grew up in the 90s like a lot of you guys did, and we didn't have Red Bull and vodka back then. Closest thing we had to Red Bull and vodka was cocaine and Zima. <laughs> Some of you guys know how gay that shit tastes. It tastes like a big salty cock. <laughs> Deep in the back of your throat. Yeah. Am I right, ladies? <laughs> ladies, am I right? <laughs> I guess I'm alone on that one. I know you guys are wondering, hey pal, how do you know what a dick tastes like? And that's because I was raised Catholic. A uh, hundred points right there. Uh, does anyone need a ride home? I am an Uber driver. Just use my Uber code, it's Bukaki420. Hey, I'm gonna get you home safe, but a little sticky. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you guys, I was originally gonna come out here and lie to you all tonight, but I'll be honest. The other day I did a line of cocaine off a stripper's ass. Boy, did he get upset. I was like, come on, pal, I thought this was a party. And it was for my cousin's quinceanera. <laughs> That joke was tailor-made for, just for Jay. I don't know if you can tell from my wardrobe or my body, but I'm single. Thank you, your laughter hurts. Uh, my girlfriend and I, we broke up for a lot of reasons, but I think we just didn't see uh, eye to eye on a lot of things. Like one time she came home, she told me she had a surprise for me. I was like, really, what's that? She's like, I got some lingerie at Ross. <laughs> I, too, gently laughed in her face. What are you supposed to say to your girlfriend when she says something like that? It's like, ooh, you got some lingerie at Ross? That'll be great with this dildo I got at Marshall's. What's that? You got some lingerie at Ross? 
That'll go great with these anal beads. I got it big lots. They're back there by the dog chew toys, all right? One time, uh, my ex came home and she told me uh, she wanted to have sex in the shower. So of course I said yes. I learned a valuable lesson that day, okay? You need to be tall to successfully have sex in the shower. Otherwise, just a lot of apologizing in between trying not to drown. <laughs> I know what some of you are thinking, and no, I wasn't doing it wrong, okay? I have sex in the shower like every dude in this room. I lie face down, prone, on the shower floor. <laughs> while my lady pegs me with a bottle of Selsun Blue. No applause break for the Selsun Blue reference? Thank you, that's a guy who knows where Santee is. <laughs> Take that! Ugh, I think the biggest reason that my ex left me is, uh, you know how they tell guys, if you want your semen to taste better, eat pineapple? Here's the thing, I don't like pineapple. You know what I like? Asparagus. <laughs> so that's where the line was drawn, right there, vegetables. All right, that's my time, thank you so much. <laughs> What a wonder, what a, we got, make it loud for all of these comedians. I'm so glad we know what is fucked up about all of them. Uh, Tyler, how's everybody doing on the points so far? Yeah, of course. Uh, Natasha and Mike uh, tied for 500 points, and Gordon was 600 points. Not for the applause break for dressing up. I gave him a shot. I, I didn't get the Cell Sun Blue reference. Can somebody explain it's it It's a me? wide bottle. <laughs> expensive pants I own, all right? These are Steely Dan fucking sweatpants. Give these a fucking round of applause right there. All those people love cocaine. All right, now he's trying a little bit too hard. Maybe I, he can take some points, just a few points back. Just a few points back. Just a few points. I was talking about those sweatpants with somebody earlier today. Those are rad sweatpants. God bless you, Jane. You're welcome. <laughs> and Tyler and I, we were talking in the back. We do think it is actually about time to give it our first audience prize. I do think I, so. I think yeah. Theo's earned a prize. So we got, I got it right there, Jay. It's the third season of Chef's Table. There you go. And, and hey, if you open it up. If you open it up. You open it up. If you open it up, take a look. You'll see uh, inside there's some information on how to take a COVID test that I actually left in there. So that's all for you, too. We love for Theo, everybody. Theo, our first audience prize winner. You guys can still win prizes over the course of the show, don't forget. But for now, let's go ahead and move on to our next round in Tweetment. Yeah, we got a theme song for this one. Thank you, we tried. So here's how this works. Everybody in here's got social media. You've all probably said some weird, fucked up things in your social media before, right? Yes. The my fucking man. Here's the good news. Nobody cares about social media really, like Twitter anymore. Nobody really gives a shit about it. People, you can tweet stuff from years ago. Nobody's gonna remember what you said. Nobody's gonna try and cancel you. But you're not a contestant on this show, which is exactly the whole point of this next round. Now, we're not going to cancel anybody, but we have dug through everybody's old tweets, and we found some stuff. We want to see if they can remember what our contestants said all those years ago. We've taken some tweets, blanked out some words, and we're going to give them an opportunity to guess. Now, this is a little bit of a tough thing 
for you all, I know you guys are all tense about it in the green room, so we're going to start off with one of mine, and I will say these are always the worst ones, and I never know what it is before the show. Oh boy, okay. What a way to start. Um, do pedophiles blank? That won't work. 9.29 a.m. October 30th, 2015, Jay, with one like. One like. <laughs> I don't know if that's all one word. I can't imagine. Do, pe do pedophiles supercalifragilisticexpialidocious doesn't seem quite right. I don't know. You're thinking about pedophiles in the morning, my dad. That's like a first. That's like a, the first time I'm waking up and thinking about pedophiles too. Like this is first thing in the morning. I haven't even had. I've had a cup of coffee. I'm like, what are the pedophiles up to? <laughs> What's their secret? Um, let's let's see some options. I don't know. Okay, do pedophiles. Eat unripe fruit. <laughs> that's that's a little clever. Okay. okay. I like that. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. You are the, you do look the most like a pedophile besides me. And you know what? I'll take that endorsement. That's what I mean. Do pedophile do pedophiles uh, look at R. Kelly as inspiration? Okay. That's a good more. That's a good coffee. More R. Kelly fans in the room than I would have guessed. Uh, do pedophiles call adults antiques? I mean, I like all of these. Um, what do you, What do y'all think it is? Comics? I don't. I honestly have no idea what this could be. Can I uh, submit one that wasn't, or do I have to get? No, it? you can submit if you got an option. This is a little inside baseball, but you guys might get it. Do pedophiles judge Rose Battle? <laughs> That's for literally four people in this room, and those four people will really appreciate that. Thank you. God bless you. Guys. I'm gonna say it's the first one, the unripe fruit. That's your style, Jay. Yeah, that is that is sneakily me. Uh, Natasha, Mike. I think I'll also go with the first one. I mean, I think the R. Kelly one was just a little bit on the nose. I don't think I don't think that's your style. Okay. And not really on the nose. I'm more subtle. <laughs> when you talk about pedophiles, you're very subtle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I talk a lot in code when I talk. There's a lot of pizza references when I yes. talk about pedophiles. See, more Pizzagate people understand that, not Kelly fans. And that, you know what? That's what I can, that's what I can trust from San Diego. I appreciate you guys for that. Real Podesta fan up there. <laughs> uh, Mike, what do you think? I don't know, man. This is wild. Uh, now I got questions, my nigga. <laughs> I mean, you can ask questions if you got them. I don't know. Do pedophiles vote liberal? I don't know. Like, I don't know. That's all I got. But which one do you think is the real one? Oh, the real one? I'm still high from that. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, we know. Call adults and that, that, that fits. Yes. <laughs> Sir, the one that you can still read because you can yes. remember the other yes. one. No, it's the unripe fruit one. Oh. All right. blanked out tweet. <laughs> hey, what's the protocol for blank at the Holocaust Museum? I know this one. Jews. <laughs> Very popular tweet, oh, This is probably one of the most popular tweets we've ever found for a tweet. Uh, 
four reposts, 157 likes, three bookmarks. I didn't even know they were tracking those. Yeah, six reposts, Jay. You better check that prescription. I gotta get my prescription changed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's uh, 4.31 p.m. November 24th, 2018. All right, you're back in. Right, what, were you, what were you doing at this point in your life, Natasha? I, I remember exactly where I was. <laughs> I, I was at the Holocaust Museum Big surprise. In, Ber in Berlin, Germany, so the real one. Oh, okay. Yeah. The one you're not supposed to take selfies at. No, yes. Uh, and as you, I didn't, I didn't take a selfie. I thought I'd just tweet something more tasteful. Let's <laughs> find. Yeah, but this is where the Anne Frank house joke could have originated. Yeah, well, no, the Anne Frank house is in Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I studied abroad. I don't need to get into it, but I, I, I was all over Europe. Um, all right, let's uh, see some options. Now remember, Natasha, if you know this one, don't say it because Mike and Gordon are going to get a chance to guess first. Hey, what's the protocol for passing gas at the Holocaust Museum? That is messed up. What is the protocol? <laughs> we don't know. Uh, yeah, you get it. I get it now. It's a slow one. It's a, slow, it's a bit of a slow burn. Uh, Just like it was. Yeah. All right. Hey, hey, what's the protocol for hitting on someone at the Holocaust Museum? Nobody, nobody even wants to consider that as an option. Hey, what's the protocol for doing Kegels at the Holocaust Museum? <laughs> Gotta keep it tight. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Passing gas. Sorry, did I say passing gas? Uh, what was the first one? Passing gas. Oh, okay, yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gordon, what about you? I'm also gonna vote passing gas, Alex. Thank you. Uh, Natasha, which one do you think is the real one? Do you remember? I do remember. All right. It's the middle one, the one that got absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's the middle one. But did very well. Passing gas, passing gas, way more clever. <laughs> and it was just something I tweeted yeah. when I saw Hawkeye at the Holocaust Museum. It wasn't... Okay. All right. On a scale of one to six million, how hot was this joke? <laughs> that's a joke that's going to take the rest of the ground. Okay. 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 But you know what? That's fine. Better than what I'd written. Natasha Everybody, make a loud for Natasha. Oh no, it's uh, Mike. We're gonna see Mike Hall. Make some noise for Mike Hall as he gets in tweeted. Yeah. All right. Now, Mike, here's here's a problem that we ran into with you, Mike. You're pretty boring online. Yeah, I don't want anyone to know where I'm at at any point in time ever. So I don't post on Twitter. We looked, yeah, you have one tweet in your entire history on Twitter. That's my Space Jam shirt. I love that. This is a tweet. You joined Twitter in April 2022. You tweeted one time, April one 28th, time. 2022. And it's a dog shit tweet. We didn't want to try and write a joke for it. So we looked up your Instagram. And we found out you actually have two Instagrams. Yes. You've got an Instagram from when you moved here and an Instagram from before when you moved here. Yes. And neither of those had any good shit on there either. Nope. So then we looked on your Facebook. Ah, 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 ah. This is the oldest post on your Facebook. You, taught, you wrote when you were born. Yeah. And then this is the second oldest post on your Facebook, which is from June of this year. So, I had some good tacos, that's why I did this. <laughs> Honestly, 11 likes. That's better than most of the tweets yeah, we find. Saying, so we had to go really far back. We went not even to your own Facebook, we went to your ex-wife's Facebook. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> and we found a video. Oh, oh 
May 2017, okay? It's a video, I'm just gonna say what the video is. It's just a little video of you, you're clearly at like brunch or something, it's a video of you having a little dance at a restaurant. There's a song that plays during the video. We're gonna show you three <laughs> options, and you're gonna have to tell us which one you think you're actually dancing to in this video from 2017. And don't say it if you know what it is. If you think you know what it is, don't you say it. You guys did some digging, by Yes, the way. we Jesus did. Christ. We are fucking professionals, Mike. <laughs> Let's oh. see your options. <laughs> All right, let's see option two. And let's see option three. <laughs> Somebody thinks it's this right out of the gate of the audience. But we don't want you to know what you think it is yet. We want to know what Natasha and Gordon think it is. Natasha, Gordon. I think he was moving the most on beat on the first, uh, the first song. So I'm gonna go with the first song. Okay, first song. Gordon, what do you think? I'm voting for Shaggy. <laughs> that would be appropriate given this is from his ex-wife's uh, Facebook uh, page. Hey, it wasn't me, my Mike, do you remember what the song is? I think it was the first one. Any reason why? Uh, because I don't see myself dancing to the Cotton Eye Joe one anymore. Uh, <laughs> the Shaggy one would have been on the nose, divorce, and the first one seems right. All right, let's see who the real answer is. It was the first one. Mike Hall, make some noise for Mike. He got those points. All right, let's find out Gordon Downs and Tweetman. Gordon Downs, make some noise for Gordon, everybody. And we're very excited about this one. Oh, shit. Uh, okay. Uh, vacationing in Vietnam or Thailand is the new way for people to tell their friends, and, or to let their friends and family know blank. Uh, it's got uh, one, two reposts and six likes. Nice. You tweeted this at nine, oh, so, so hold on, 9.30, my, I need to change my fucking description. 9.31 a.m., January 26, 2016. From San Diego. From San Diego. Good. Did you know somebody who was going on vacation to Vietnam or Thailand at the time? No, I think it was uh, uh, something that inspired me from one of Todd Berry's specials <laughs> to tweet that. All right. But no, I don't know anyone that's been... To Thailand or Vietnam recently. We got the blank. Natasha, Mike, do you have any ideas what might be filling that blank? Let's see. Vacationing in Vietnam or Thailand is the new way for people to let their friends and family know that they think Jet Li is cute. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Natasha, what about you? What do you think? Uh, vacationing in Vietnam or Thailand is the new way for people to let their friends, friends and family know they can't afford the American prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's good. Let's find out what your options are, Gordon. Sure. Now remember, if you think you know this one, don't say it. I, I know what it is. Oh, you already know what it is? Oh, great. Perfect. Then definitely don't even try and give a hint. We want to see if you can outsmart these two jokesters. Vacationing in Vietnam or Thailand is the new way for people to let their friends and family know they have credit card debt. Cheap vacations. Vacationing in Vietnam or Thailand is the new way for people to let their friends and family know they're on 90 Day Fiance. 
Vacationing in Vietnam or Thailand is a new way for people to let their friends and family know they're gay. Yeah. <laughs> I was wrong, actually. I don't, <laughs> you don't know. I don't recognize any. <laughs> Can I say what I thought it was? Yeah, if, you, if it wasn't one of these. It's not one of these. It's very similar to your tweet. I, my thought, I thought they were, uh, is how they know that they're pedophiles. <laughs> We almost wrote that one as an option, actually. Well, that's the thing. We both, in the morning, too, you had your pedophile tweet. Everybody's thinking about pedophiles first great, thing in the morning. Not everyone. We're comedy writers, goddamn. We it. worked on Roast Battle. First we know there's pedophiles afoot. <laughs> Crystalia was right there. Uh, We're losing Theo. Oh, come on. It was right here last week, Jay. <laughs> They'll be here is, next spring. My mom on. is 12 years old. Okay? <laughs> uh, it's a, you know. Natasha. Mike, which one do you think is a real tweet? They're gay, it seems the most succinct. <laughs> right? <laughs> like from a brevity perspective, it just like that's just good joke writing. I feel like we're all saying the same shit. They're just gay was probably the best one. And I, I probably wrote they're gay. Survey says. Survey says. They're gay! They're gay! <laughs> I think it was very trendy in 2016 for people to go to Thailand and Vietnam and there's a lot of... And also trendy to be gay. There you go. There you go. I rewrite that. Yeah. Gordon Downs. <laughs> Make some noise for Gordon Downs. Chris is taking notes. I love it. Um, all right. Let's go ahead and uh, check in on our points, Tyler. Tyler, tell everybody where uh, our comedians are at in the scores. Well, Mike uh, took a tumble to third place with 900 points. In second place, Natasha with 1,100 points. In first place, unbelievable. Wait, no, I fucked all this up. <laughs> Everybody boo Tyler. Yeah. What's your name? Yeah. No, I said her. Mike, you points. Natasha in second place with 1,100 points. And Gordon's in first place with 1,125 points. Just by a hair. Tyler, make sure you write down Natalia gets some points along with Chris. Or good, we got Natalia. some good audience members here. Yeah, and Natalia booed you unprompted. I love that. <laughs> Thank you, Natalia. Um, so we got, uh, it's still a pretty close game, but that's good because we have more games to play. Our next game is called... You are the weakest link. The weakest game. You guys might remember The Weakest Link, a wonderful game show from back in the 2000s with a really cunty British lady. <laughs> it's a great time. It's a great game. And we are going to play that game, but not with just regular trivia questions the way they played on that game. No, no. We have decided to pull all of our trivia from Pornhub Insights. <laughs> they are collecting data on all of us, and it is really uh, unsettling how specific their data is. This guy just said it's a lot. Yeah, you look like you know all the data. Do you work for MindGeek in their data department? Do you know? No, but I don't. Oh, boy. Can you at least tell us what you search for? <laughs> Don't tell us after the show. We'll get a prize for that. Um, here's how this is going to work. The way the weakest link works is we're going to do a couple different rounds. The first round is we're going to find out who is the weakest link first. So all of them are going to stand up. We're going to go down the line, ask people questions one by one. They're gonna be multiple choice questions. You're gonna have a few options, but you're gonna be on the clock. Whoever gets the most questions wrong will have the weakest kink and they will have to say goodbye and take a seat back down before we play the final round. So everybody go ahead and please stand up and let's get ready to play the weakest kink. <laughs> 
There we go. Yeah, let's clap. Natalia's up clapping unprompted. We got a cheer. I love it. Okay. Um, Tyler, yeah. go ahead and start the clock on the weakest kink. Mike, what is the top trending search in the United States for 2022? Fig Latina, Gamer Girl, Reverse Coupled. Ah, that's easy. Okay. Uh, Gamer Girl. Correct. Natasha. Who is the top searched male video game character? Mario, Ash Ketchum, or Sonic the Hedgehog? Mario? Incorrect. Sonic the Hedgehog. Gordon. What sex act are baby boomers nearly twice as likely to watch compared to any other age group? Hand job, fisting, scissoring. Hand job. Correct. <laughs> Mike. What was the most viewed gay category in 2022 worldwide? Twink, straight guys, or daddy? Ah, that's easy. Twink. No, straight guys. <laughs> Natasha. Which category's viewers get the job done faster? Muscular men or uncensored cartoon? Uncensored cartoon. Incorrect. Muscular men. <laughs> Gordon. In which country is anal not the most viewed category? Saudi Arabia, Sweden, Mongolia. Mongolia. Correct. Mike. This guy's a hero. Mike. In which country was the top trending search in 2022 not girl with two vaginas? Australia, Canada, New Zealand. Canada. Incorrect. New Zealand. Wow. Natasha. Which profession are Italians more likely to search for than any other? Construction worker, dentist, pizza delivery. Pizza delivery. Incorrect. Dentist. Gordon, in which southern state is black not the most searched for category? Louisiana, Mississippi, South Carolina. South Carolina. Correct. seen this coming? No. But you know what? Who saw you coming? Mind Geek. Uh, Tyler, how are we doing? Who's got the weakest kink? I'm sorry, Natasha. You got zero wrong. <laughs> zero zero right. right? Zero right. Zero right. back here. I got no light. But Gordon got three right. That's crazy. And Mike got a couple right, so that's good. Mike and Gordon, you guys are going to go to sudden death. So wait, you're still in it, don't you worry. We're due to watch porn. Oh my God, we're in a game we are prepared for. There's some questions about fucking Mario Kart in there. And I was like, what is that? Everybody's, everybody's searching for Sonic, who knew? Okay, here's how sudden death works. We have uh, five questions apiece, and whoever gets the most questions right out of those five, it's gonna be best of five, is going to win this round, okay? We're going to start with the strongest link from the last round. Get Gordon. That's Gordon. Okay? Hit that sudden death music, Tyler. Okay. Now remember, these are not multiple choice. You're going to just have to wing it and guess and hope that you know what it is, okay? If you need any clarification, feel free to ask. So just answer as soon as you ask the question. No, there's no time limit here. Okay. You can think about it for a second. Okay. 
What is uh, the only profession to crack the top 20 most searched for on Pornhub Gay? Computer repair? Incorrect. It's <laughs> not my style. Mike, which South American country watches transgender porn more than any other category? Brazil. That is correct. <laughs> to view videos featuring what sex toy? Jeez, these are so hard now. Uh, I'm gonna say dildo? Incorrect, fleshlight. Everybody's watching fleshlight porn in Washington. Uh, Mike, what Western state is more likely to search amateur wife than any other category? Utah. It's a great choice, but it's incorrect. The correct answer is Hawaii. What? Man, that really went up in flames. Hey. <laughs> wowie, wowie, wowie. All right, Bob. You still got time. What group from the Caribbean is the number one search term in New York? And I'm gonna say it's an ethnic group. Which ethnic group from the Caribbean is the number one search term in New York? Jesus. Uh, Puerto Rican? I'm so sorry. The correct answer is Dominican. You were so close. Terror Squad. Okay. So that's, that, it's, it's still close enough. We have uh, Mike here next. Uh, People are most likely to search for hairy pussy in which of the original 13 colonies? New Hampshire. Did you say New Hampshire? Yes. No, the correct answer is Pennsylvania. <laughs> this is... No Steelers. <laughs> uh, Gordon. What North American country is most likely to search for nuns? Oh my god. Yeah, 100%. Canada? You should have listened to the audience. It's Mexico. But that's South America. No, Mexico's part of North America. It's It's one of the three. Oh my god. Okay, Mike. Mike, if you get this question right, then you have won the weakest game. What sex act is viewed by women over 150% more than by men? Reverse cowgirl. The correct answer is scissoring. I'm so sorry. No, Gordon, you're still in it. You have to get this right, though. That's the only way you can still be in it. a lot of pressure, man. What generation is twice as likely as any other to search for virtual reality porn? Can you repeat the question? What generation is twice as likely as any other to search for virtual reality porn? Ask the audience. That's a different game. They didn't have that on <laughs> Generation. Do I have to like Generation X or Generation Y? In that vein, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Gen X. The correct answer is Gen Z. Oh. That means my call is one of the weakest kids.
virtual reality porn and not fucking each other. That's all they're doing these days. Well, you know what? Let's take a breather. We've got a brief word from our sponsor, and we'll be right back with more Rama. Hey! Some people say that rain is God crying. And thunder is God sneezing. Stands to reason that mudslides is God shitting himself. <laughs> if God is constantly shitting himself, then how come it was so bad for me to eat too much Wednesday night church spaghetti? and shit myself only four times during three separate worship services. Would you ban God from First Cavalry Christian? If your answer is no, then let me back. I can be better. I can be better. Thanks so much for our sponsor, Jesse Wayne Carter, who shit himself too much at First Cavalry Christian Church. All right, let's go ahead and, uh, Tyler, tell everybody how we're doing on the scores. Yeah, of course, Jay. Uh, coming third place right now, Natasha with 1,100 points. Second place, Mike, with 1,300 points. And first place, still by the hair of his chinny chin chin, is 1325. It's Gordon! 
And this is this is from you. When I was ten, my mother had bought a book called the Adults Only Joke Book. I temporarily stole it and brought it to school, and I and my friends started telling each other these extremely filthy jokes. Do you remember any of the jokes that you read out of this book? I do, in fact. <laughs> Fire one up. Let's hear one. Okay. Uh, the one that I do remember was uh, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, they're going to, they go to church, and Mrs. Jones goes to the pastor and says, I have a, a, an issue, uh, my husband keeps falling asleep during your church service, and the pastor's like, no worries, I have a hat pin for you, so what I'm going to do is when I notice your husband falling asleep during the church service, you're going, I'm going to signal to you, give you a signal, and then you're going to poke him with a hat pin, and then it'll wake him up, right? So then they go to, it's next Sunday, they go to the church service, and Mr. Jones starts nodding off, and, um, oh God, and then uh, <laughs> the, the, the pastor notices this, and then uh, he signals to Mrs. Jones while saying, uh, who, who, gave, who died on the cross for your sins? And so she, she pokes him with a hat pin, and he goes, Jesus! And then he's like, that's correct. And then they move on. And then uh, the, the next one, he nods off again, and is like, uh, uh, and the, the pastor signals to her and goes, uh, who is the ultimate creator of all being? And then he, she pokes him at the hat and he goes, God! And then he's like, that's correct. And they move on. And then eventually Mr. Jones falls asleep again, uh, but the pastor doesn't notice and just starts asking questions to the uh, church. And so the pastor goes, makes an, a motion that he that Mrs. Jones thinks is to stick him with the happen. And so he goes, well, what did uh, Eve say to Adam after she bore him his her 99th son? And then she sticks him with the happen and he goes, you stick that goddamn thing in me one more time. I'm going to break it in half and shove it up your ass. <laughs> the reason I remember that one is because that was one of the only ones that I actually understood. So. Absolutely paid off. So we also looked, you've been corrupting children for a long time. That's basically what that means. We, so we looked on your LinkedIn and uh, <laughs> we found a couple of your old jobs. You were a nanny for a family from August 2020 to June 2021. And you were a gymnastics instructor, instructor at a children's gym uh, for a year and five months. I sure was. And you had to be around a lot of children at that time. And you've got a long history of corrupting children. That's how you got your start in comedy. That's true. So what we would like to know, Natasha, how did you accidentally corrupt the children at those jobs? Oh, oh man. I I do remember uh, having to explain 9-11 to the kids that I nanny. Uh, <laughs> This is true. So uh, they have they have like a book, an encyclopedia, and there's just a picture of 9/11, and then they were like, "What is that?" And it was just a tough place. It's a tough place to be in as someone who also doesn't remember 9/11, who has to explain to these kids who were alive for 9/11 what this was all was. And so uh, I I sort of just like I was like, "How are we gonna?" do this, and uh, I just was like, yeah, some guys, they, they took their trolls and they, they crashed it into the towers, and then they were like, why? And I was like, that's an excellent question. Uh, and and I, was just, I was like, you know, they, some guys go down dark paths, and, and that's, just, that's just it. And then uh, the, the youngest one, what, what threw me out was when the youngest one looked at me and was just like, I would never do that. That's just the, that's the story of when I explained 9 11 to these kids. <laughs> kind way to explain terrorism, by the way. Sometimes people just go down dark paths. Because they can understand, like, bad 
people doing bad things for personal gain, but like to martyrdom, that, that was a new concept to them, you know? Yeah, Oscar the Grouch isn't trying to get 99 virgins. He's just grumpy. That's all the kids know. That guy's down a dark path. I should have said that to them. I think it would have gone over a lot better. Really, they should have done a Sesame Street episode about 9-11, and I don't know if they did. Does anyone know if they did? Anybody? Nope. That sounds like a no. Guess what? They should have explained it. Natasha Collier, everybody. That was Natasha Collier. I will say, I don't remember a whole lot about 9-11. I was in sixth grade when it happened, but I was in Spanish class, and they didn't, I didn't have enough of a grasp of the Spanish language to understand how to speak what was going on in Spanish, so all I could do was like, ah, soy mal. Oh, oh no me gusta. No, no me gusta. How was that Spanish, Gordon? Uh, it was good. Bien. It's bien. Bien mejor. Grazie. Jay, I remember where I was. Where were you, Tyler? I was in New Jersey. I was on a rooftop with all my Muslim friends. We were all having a big party. I don't remember what it was about. <laughs> all right, carry on, Jay. All right, Tyler. You know, everybody boo Tyler for being anti-American. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You try to get out of this room, buddy. <laughs> Discomfort zone. Let's get Mike. Make some noise for Mike Hall. All right, Mike. So, we've already introduced the character of your ex-wife. See. <laughs> this is the last picture on your old Instagram. Yes. You two getting married in a park. Uh, yeah, yeah. And in the backyard of uh, the uh, the pastor there. Yeah. Yeah. In, the, in his backyard. In okay. his backyard. Yeah, who specifically told me, if you fuck this up, I'll kill you. Yeah. And that's why he moved to San Diego. <laughs> and now I'm in California. <laughs> look at that. Now, we looked a little bit more. Uh, let's go ahead and roll that next slide, Tyler. We did look at uh, your Instagram page. This is actually something. She's a tattoo artist, and this is a piece of art that she gave you. Yeah. Um, if you look here, this is a... Oh, what just happened? Oh, the TV just turned off. Uh, wow. I think it had everything to do with yeah, that's what Oh, happened. shit! No, that's what happened after I was with my ex-wife. I just blacked out for like... <laughs> two <laughs> years. What are the people at the table back there? I'm still trying to figure shit out. It's the table back there. Those people need to turn off their Bluetooth on their iPhone. <laughs> Whenever our sex went bad, it was detecting device popped up. <laughs> we oh, looked yeah. up. There we go. She's a tattoo artist. She's still a practicing tattoo artist, and we looked at her Instagram to see Giant. what tattoo she's doing. Giant yep. dreads. Do you think you still know your ex-wife's art style? Bad? Yeah, sure. No, no. Okay. Oh, that's so fun. It's pretty good. She has great art style. She's a great artist. Great artist. We're going to find out. So, uh, roll that next slide, Tyler. We're going to ask you which of the following tattoos was done by your ex-wife, Amber, okay? Can you tell which one was done by her? Was it this one? This shitty Harry Potter tattoo. <laughs> Timing at the most <laughs> wrong time. That one is her full black tattoo. <laughs> this is her new uh, buffering logo tattoo. Check device power. I don't even know what this means. Source? That's fucked in. Hey, 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 I'm still winning. Don't worry. 
Listen, I got some hijacker friends who live in an airfield nearby. You guys watch it. Go get the uh, the, the sound guy from Chingo Bling. <laughs> Let's get Chingo Bling's DJ to come in here. Get Chingo Bling in here and get Tyler out of here. Yeah, that's the spirit. I know well, what happened. Don't you dare come for me. I'll come for you, you know first, what it buddy. Is? It's Tyler. You keep accidentally unplugging the HDMI cable. You keep bumping you it. Everybody boo Tyler real quick. You fucking idiot. Uh, you guys are a bunch of fucking losers. I'm the winner. <laughs> All right. This tattoo, this Harry Potter tattoo, was it this tattoo of Snooki from Jersey Shore? That's a nice tattoo. Oh my god, yeah. The black, look at the, the art on that bruising. That's, yeah, that's, that's talent. That's great line work. Or was it this tattoo? Oh, oh it's the second one. You, you it's Snooki. It's Snooki. Well, you, you think it's Snooki? Snooki's your answer? Snooki. Out of these three? Yep. Newsflash, buddy. None of those are actually her tattoos. <laughs> Those are all tattoos we found on r slash shitty tattoos. Okay. <laughs> I haven't seen her in like three years. I don't know what she's talking Let's show some real artwork of hers. This is actually some real yeah. stuff. These are good ones of hers. Yeah, that's pretty good. Right now, shit happens and then you die. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you've forgotten her enough to leave her art style behind. It's totally out of your mind. It's totally out of your mind. And is she only and tattooed legs or something? What's going on with her? She only tattoos legs and asses. Oh, I can see why you left her. Oh, man. I've got a, I'm a tattoo school with Make some noise for Mike Hall, everybody. Yes, bro. We're still going to go. Tyler, you fucking did it again, didn't you? I touched you? nothing. I touched nothing. Um, here's what we're going to do. Oh, there we go. It was just blank. It was just blank. It was just blank for a second. That's you, Jay. That, you know what? Everybody boo me. That's fine. You can boo. Oh. All right. Now let's get all the booze out of our system and cheer for Gordon Downs in this conversation. Alright, so Gordon, we, uh, I've known you a long time, and I didn't know this, that uh, you were featured on a Gossip Live Journal page. Yeah, back in the day. Back in the day, this is from 2011, Oprah Winfrey had ended her show, and you got a tattoo of Oprah at Broken Heart Tattoo right here in San Diego. That's right, in uh, Golden Hill. We have a video of you getting this tattoo. Hi, I'm Gordon Down. <laughs> I try to keep my finger on the pulse of what's happening in America and popular culture. Several weeks ago, they still think still the tattoo, yeah. Icons when Oprah Winfrey ended her talk show for 45 years. Like many Americans, I've been left jaded and disenchanted and aged pain. I plan on memorializing Oprah on my left arm here at Broken Heart Tattoo. Let's go see what these guys are up to. Now this was a clear ploy to get. Look, um, look, I'm in great shape. Look at that. Yeah, it's a clear ploy to get on like TMZ or something like that. But this was not on TMZ. This was on a Russian can, gossip website. Can I explain what's happening? <laughs> yeah. As you can see from the watermark, I was the entertainment editor for SanDiego.com, which was a right wing uh, mouthpiece. <laughs> But the guy who was in charge let me do whatever I wanted, so, like, I got to interview Louis C.K., probably not the name I should have started with. <laughs> and then he let me do this, uh, but yeah, I still have it here. Yeah, you still got that tattoo? Let's see that Oprah Winfrey tattoo. <laughs> Gordon, I'm Scott. Hey, New York. Oh, that's Richard Pryor! Oh, where's... Yeah! See, that? it's the left arm. I've, by the way, I've seen 
seen Gordon with his with his sleeves up multiple times. I've always guessed that was Richard Pryor. I had no idea that was supposed to be Oprah Winfrey on his left arm. <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> and this is kind of like Steve Harvey, so. <laughs> like Borat. A little bit. It's a little bit like Borat. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and see. Uh, we found some comments, though. We found some comments on the live journal. This is actually a weird one. It's weird to see this on here. My brother-in-law designed it. Did do you know who? Do you know who designed the tattoo? All of the, the both of the uh, black people tattoos that I have on me were uh, found at a tattoo shop in Birmingham, Alabama called Arrow Tattoo. And uh, their whole gimmick was they have a free tattoo of the day that you could go in and get a free tattoo, but it had to be out of this book of uh, prominent figures from the civil rights movement. <laughs> so I was originally going to, I got uh, Richard Pryor done in Birmingham, okay. which is the birthplace of the civil rights movement. And I was gonna get uh, uh, Bill Cosby. This is, <laughs> this, is, to not get. this is before we knew that he was a confirmed rapist. So it was just like, oh, I'm gonna get Bill Cosby, that's funny. And then I turned the page and I saw uh, Oprah, and I was like, I gotta get Oprah, so. There you go. We found this tattoo design, but we also found some other comments. Oh, and usually when we do YouTube videos, we have Fuck, Mary, Kill from the YouTube comments, but these are live journal comments. So we thought it was too good to not avoid the live journal comments. Gordon, would you fuck, marry, or kill the following people? Cadaver on Dante, who said, how cool, an ironic Oprah tattoo, funny. Would you fuck, marry, or kill Sack of Shaw, who said, Lamau, how unfortunate. Or would you fuck, marry, or kill Deftone Piano, who said, number one, who? And number two, is this news? All right. I'd probably, uh, I'd fuck the person uh, in the first one. I would marry the, the second and the, the second person. And I'd kill the last one. Is there any other? Any reasoning besides that? Oh, God! Because <laughs> it was news. Oprah, how many people here watched Oprah? Make some noise if you watched Oprah. <laughs> Just the women. What's up, guys? Uh, it was news, so that's why I would kill uh, that last person. So, But the other ones, I would just, they kind of match up. Fuck, fuck, marry, marry, kill, kill. So. All right. Well, let's fuck, marry, kill with Gordon Downs and his yeah. five Let's get it, Theo. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. All right, folks, uh, we're coming down to the end of the game. And Tyler, it's time to check in on our scores one more time. Yeah, of course. In third place, it's a fall from grace. Gordon with 1,625 points. Oh. And tied for first place is Natasha and Mike with 1,700 points. Hey. How is this voting? How are we voting? I, honestly, I asked Tyler that, and he refuses to tell me how the points work. It's true. You know, we can, we can boo him, but honestly, he's probably just going to make all of us suffer for if we boo him. Yeah, I'll take points away from each and every person in here. <laughs> um, well, let's go ahead and move on. We have one final round. This has been a fucked up show. We've said some fucked up things, done some fucked up stuff, and we want you to get out of here on a nice, happy note. So we're going to cleanse your palates with some clean, wholesome yeah. jokes. Right? We want you to tell your friends about us. We want you to make sure you remember the nice things these comics said, along with the fucked up things they said. But this is all for all the marbles. 
All right? And this is where you guys come in. The points at this point, it's just a number. We're going to see if you want to risk it all or play it safe, and the audience is going to vote on who has the cleanest, most wholesome joke. Now, Natasha, you and Mike are tied. So do you want to play it safe or risk it all? Try and double your money. I'm all in, baby. Yeah, that's what we like to hear. Mike, what about you? All in. All in. Okay, this is going to, let's see how it goes. Gordon, what about you? I'm, I'm just along for the ride, I guess. <laughs> I mean, do I have to double it or something? I'm in, I'm in it all, yeah. There we go. That's, yeah, we like Gordon better when he doubles it. We all know who's really winning this fucking game right now. <laughs> it's Tyler. Tyler's right. keeping us all here in the back. That's right. <laughs> We will remember 9-2, a day we will never forget on our drive back from San Diego. Um, all right, well, let's go ahead and start things off with our uh, uh, our first comic getting ready to tell us her clean, wholesome joke, palate cleanse from Natasha Collier, everybody. Natasha So I'm, uh, I'm trying to take care of my mental health more. Uh, that's a clean topic, right? I'm taking care of my mental health more. I think I'm getting an emotional support dog, though. Uh, I think it's really cool. Or like, if you have like depression or anxiety, what they can do is they prescribe you uh, a dog, and and then you you take that dog, and then you're just like, and now this is your problem too. You know, you just. So I knew a girl in college. <laughs> I knew a girl in college who got an emotional support dog, and then three months later, it ran away. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not a doctor, but that's a check engine light, you know? I mean, do you know how unstable you have to be for the dog you hired to support your emotions? Just quit on the spot, just like, no notice, just turned in its, its hat, is just like, fuck this place, I choose the streets. <laughs> and here's the thing, it was a chihuahua. <laughs> yeah, so I'm using the term dog very loosely here. I mean, like every time, I, if you feel like if you get an emotional support chihuahua, it's like, are you even trying to get better? <laughs> like, have you met a chihuahua? Every time I meet a chihuahua, I'm just like, look what we've done to wolves, you know? Like, they got enough on their plate. They got to worry about hypothermia and large birds. And now, on top of that, like, your parents' divorce? Like, if you're trying to find a human to help you through a hard time, you're not gonna be like, okay, who do I know who's always shivering? <laughs> that is my joke. Thank you very Natasha much. Natasha Collier, everybody. Cleansing the palate. And let's go ahead and move on to your next comic. It's Mike Hall, ready to cleanse our palate. Yeah, uh, I always felt like I was easy to pick on. Uh, in South Central, gang members would always pick on me. They walk up and like, yo, man, where are you from? What you read? And there's like no real good answer because either way they rob you. <laughs> so I figured maybe if I made gang members laugh, they would leave me alone. So one day this gang member walked up and he was like, yo, where are you from? What you read? And I said, T-Mobile. <laughs> it was the wrong guy because he looked at me and said, Verizon, bitch, and robbed my ass. I didn't know what to do. Yeah, man, people always look down on me. I feel too young. I hate being 34 and speaking to someone who is younger than me, but also taller than me. Because I feel like they always talk to me as if they can teach me shit. I went to a basketball game, I saw this basketball player, Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson is like six something, almost 300 pounds. I gave Zion a basketball to sign, and Zion wrote, stay in school. 
And then for no reason at all, he just took his hand and then just rubbed my head. Because if you focus, you can be anything you want to be. I said, motherfucker, I'm 30. No. <laughs> all right, that's, that's the bit. Mike Hall, everybody. Thanks for coming out tonight. Very exciting. You're on house with Jay, working hard for you guys. The true star of the show. Uh, very stoked he asked me to be here tonight because I do have a bit of an announcement to make. I'm uh, uh, pleased to announce uh, just a few days ago, I sold my very first screenplay to a major Hollywood studio. So thank you very much. I'm very stoked to be here tonight. I'll tell you a little bit about it. It's the story of two babies born into rival gang families. Set in modern-day South Central Los Angeles. That's right, it's called Look Who's Talking Shit. <laughs> Thank you, that's my time. Gordon Downs! Oh my god. I don't know how I am going to decide, which is great because I don't have to decide. You all get to decide. You're going to, when we go over each of these folks, the plaza meter style, you're going to clap for whoever you think had the cleanest, Wholesome joke, whoever you made laugh the most at that cleanest wholesome joke. We want to make it loud and make it definitive. So about one at a time. We're going to start off. I think Gordon Downs had the best palate cleanser joke. Make it louder for Gordon. Tap it. Let's move on. Natasha Collier, everybody. This could be good, but let's see what happens when you vote for Mike Hall, everybody. That's uh, Gordon. Gordon, you got this great book. It's uh, Canada. And over, all, all prizes are found on the street of Los Angeles. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is Canada, an overview. It's published in 1990 before the internet. I'm sure it's great. In second place, Woo! Natasha, you're going on with, uh, I believe it's the, uh, the Barry Manilow book. <laughs> oh, yeah, Sweet Life by Barry Sweet Life by Barry Manilow. God, that's a good shit. Adventures. <laughs> On his way to paradise. Check it out, it's beautiful. There's pictures inside, it's amazing. And our winner, one of the best prizes I've ever found. You're gonna love it. It's who would win? Alligator versus Python. Edition. By the way, published before, there were pythons in Florida currently beating the shit out of alligators. And I got one special prize. Let's go to Gordon. I forgot I packed it, but it's perfect. It's The Road to O, another book I got from Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres and Oprah. There you go. You can just have that. That's yours. A little bonus for your Oprah tattoo. Thank you. This is great. Folks, this is wrong. We have been here. You guys have been a wonderful audience. Make it one more time for all these amazing social media at Wrong Game Show. If you want to get a sticker or a button on your way out, talk to Yorgo and Tyler. They will get you set up. I've been Jay Light. Y'all have been wonderful. Have a great night. Thanks for coming to Mike Drop, everybody.